Test, test, test. All right, bros, we got John Ainsworth. He runs data-driven marketing and he helps course creators two to five X their course sales through email marketing and funnels. And we connected and I was like, dude, that's me. I need to work on my courses. <laughs> so like, let's do this. And so I was like, you want to do it masterclass style? Just teach me live on the pod. I'll ask questions as he goes and then y'all can learn. So if you find this valuable, share it with a friend who needs to step up their course game. And so John, what's up? All right, dude, let's go for it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So let me share screen. I've got a little uh, presentation to take you through. Cool. All right. So can you see that all right? I can. How to double your course revenue in under two months. Let's go. Boom. All right. So we've got this, uh, I got this person that I talked, gave this talk at a conference and she, mm -hmm. um, she came up to me afterwards and she said, I need to talk to you about this. This sounds like, you know, my kind of thing. And she told me how much money she was making. She was making like three grand a month from her course business. And she built up this big YouTube channel already. And her courses was kind of like a little side thing. She had ads running and she was getting like um, money from sponsorships, that kind of thing as well. And she told me that she wanted to go from 3,000 to 10,000. And I, I didn't do this on purpose, but I couldn't help myself. I just laughed in her face because mm -hmm. I was like, you just you just have no idea how much money you're about to start making. Um, so I'll come back at the end, like how much she was getting. But it was just like, oh, my God, the potential that some people have. Not everybody, but some people are just like set up to absolutely crush okay. it. Heck, yeah. That's, so, that's a good uh, cliffhanger there. You got to watch to the end to hear how much she ended up making. <laughs> now, I want to know this. <laughs> so. I was thinking about like what to title this presentation. I've gone with something very sensible, which is how to double your course revenue in under two months. Cause that's, you know, that's what we basically help most people to achieve. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking about having something a little bit sillier originally. I was like, I'm going to show mm -hmm. you all of the funnels that we build for people and you don't have to show me any of yours. So I thought I could call mm -hmm. it, I'll show you mine and you don't have to show me yours. And I was like, there that's too silly. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you remember this TV show, Pimp My Ride, back in the 90s on MTV? Of course. All right. So, I was thinking instead of Pimp My Ride, what we could do today is we could pimp your funnel instead. Yes. So, that's what we're going to be doing, right? So, I'll tell you who this is aimed at so that if everybody watching can figure out, like, do they fit into this bucket? So, it's for people who have got an info product or a course or a membership, something like that already. And they've already built an audience. So it could be a podcast or YouTube or SEO traffic, or maybe you write books or you blog or something, right? But you've already done that work of building an audience. So if someone's in that boat, then this is totally for them. Uh, it's for people who've already got product market fit. They're already making sales. People like the courses that they've got. Like my expertise is not in making courses to start with or figuring out even necessarily what that product market fit is. But once someone's got that and they're making the sales, how do you now make a lot more sales? How do you get more of your audience to buy? Yep. So if people already love your courses and you are currently thinking, man, it's just, I know that there's this kind of funnel thing that I should be doing, but I don't really know how it works. So I'm just going to focus on growing my audience and I'm going to focus on uh, making better courses and more courses. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of feeling a little bit frustrated about it because you know you could be making more money from this, but you're not quite sure exactly how. 
then this is going to be yeah. perfect for you. And a lot of people I talk to who are like that are feeling quite frustrated. Like, that's, I that's know there's well. something better. Is it? You got, you got your target customer right here. All right, boom, we're on track. Because because my courses are like, you know, side business, passion, side hustle, right? And I run my mm -hmm. main thing is my marketing agency. But it's like, I got some courses over there, you know, just sitting there. And you've got the podcast, so you've got an audience as well. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you're feeling frustrated, it's totally normal. Like 95% of people I talk to are in this kind of boat. It's like sometimes people feel bad about the fact that they haven't done all this stuff. And I'm like, it's, you don't need to feel bad about it. We just need to figure out a plan for you. So my goal is to show you that there's all this money on the table and that you're currently walking away and how you can go back and go pick up some of that money from on the table. And it's just, it's just sitting there in a lot of these cases. So what we did as well, and I'll come back to this later on, is we took all of the stuff that we teach our clients. So we work with people who are doing like a minimum of like 20 or $30,000 a month in course sales, and we implement this whole thing for them. That's like the majority of the work that we do. But we also have a coaching program, and we took all of the information from the coaching program, all of the calls that we've ever had, and we transcribed them, and we turn those transcripts into, we use those transcripts to train an AI coach. And uh, we were just talking beforehand about my friend Jody. So she's the one who's built this system. It's called Coachbox. And we, we use all of that to train our AI coach so that people can access all of this information in like how to improve their course funnels, et cetera, after, you know, if they need more detail after this presentation. And it's all available for free. So I'll give you details of that later on as well. Nice. So first off, I just want to start right back at basics. What the fuck is a funnel? So a funnel is normally represented like this, right? If you see, read a blog post about funnels, and this is kind of how it's normally shown as a concept, and you start out with the idea is you've got at the top all your traffic, and then people from there go through and get onto your email list, and from there they get into your sales page and your checkout page, and then they buy. And that's like the concept, and it looks pristine. It looks neat and organized, and you have... Mm -hmm. Traffic going in the top and lovely money coming out the bottom. And isn't it perfect? And in my experience, most funnels are a bit more like this. And they're just pissing money out left, right, and center. And so what we want to do today is try and look at well, where are those biggest holes that you've got? And what can we do to make sure that we get more people getting through so the whole thing works properly? So this is what I normally see. This is what most people have got in place in terms of uh, funnels when they come to us. So they've got some kind of traffic coming in. So Google or YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or a podcast or what have you, and traffic goes through to the website. And on the website, they've got sales pages. And from there, someone can go to an order page, then to a thank you page. And they've probably got a newsletter or a lead magnet as well. So someone can opt in and from there, there's a thank you. And then maybe they've got a welcome sequence set up, three or four emails welcoming somebody onto their list. And then maybe a weekly newsletter and then two or three times a year, they send out an email promotion. And from there, they send, maybe it's Black Friday, for example, send people to a sales page with a discount, then to an order page, then to a thank you page. Is that looking mm -hmm. familiar at all? Oh, yes. Nice. All right. So in my mind, that is very much like a classic car that needs a little bit of love. It's got the right foundations. It's solid, but it just isn't pimped up yet. And mm -hmm. so this is a 1959 Cadillac DeVille, and this is what we're going to be pimping up today as we go through the whole presentation. Awesome. Now, 
you know that you could have a better system than this, right? But there's about a thousand things that you could do. This is one of the issues that I that I hear from people. You know, I could do, I've heard from Frank Kern about certain tactics, or I've heard about the sideways sales letter or automated webinars, and I could work on that. Or maybe I should be doing live webinars regularly, or I should be doing email promotions. And like people just kind of don't know where to focus their time. So what we did is we ran all of those different tactics when we started out running this as a business and we tracked for each single tactic for how many clients did it work, like what percentage of clients did it work for, how long did it take to do and what increase in revenue did it get. And so what we're able to do from that is then say, what is the 80-20 on this? What is the stuff that always works that if you do is going to lead to kind of the outsized results from it as well? So these are the ones that work. And uh, overall, just as a concept to kind of explain it, what we're trying to do, we're trying to two to five times your revenue. And the problems that we see, the three underlying problems is the email list is too small. You're not making enough sales to your email list and the revenue per sale is too low. And so fundamentally, right, it kind of makes sense if we solve those, if we have a big list with more sales to the list and higher revenue per sale, if the list is twice as big, we make twice as many sales per person, you know, per hundred people on the list. Mm -hmm. And the revenue was per sale was twice as high. Then we'd have eight times the revenue. So, and we don't need eight times. We're just trying to like two to five times it. So it's, it's totally doable. We just have to figure out how do we solve those three things? How do we sort those three things out? Does that all Mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah, that perfect sense. Cool. All right. So the first thing to do is to send regular email promotions. And everybody I think knows, if they send out any email promotions, they've seen that when they do it, they get a spike in sales. And this normally happens like Black Friday, people get a spike in sales. If they send out a promotion some other time of the year or when they launch their their, um, product for the first time, if they give a discount, they see this big spike in sales. But most people don't want to send out regular email promotions because they're worried about being salesy and spammy and people unsubscribing and not wanting to be on their email list. Mm-hmm. And so this is this part over here on the right-hand side, promotion three times a year. That's kind of what we're, we're working on here. And you've probably heard this expression before, the money's in the list. This is totally yep. true. In course sales, the money is like 80% of the revenue that you make if you're running this kind of stuff properly is from the email marketing. And if you're not getting that at the moment, it means that you're not making enough money from your email marketing. That's like where all the potential is. I first learned this from this dude, Tom. So I was in a mastermind with Tom and a couple of other people who were selling courses back when I first, when would this have been like 2015, 2016, something like that. Um, when I was first starting to work on this, and I, I set up this mastermind, which I kind of had no right to be in because these guys all had loads more experience than me, but because I set it up, I got to be in it. So I, I picked the brains of all these really smart uh, course funnel guys and, and see what they were doing. And what Tom would do is every two weeks, he would send out an email promotion to his list. He was teaching people how to play blues guitar. So he runs Blues Guitar hmm. Master. Great, great uh, musician. He's brilliant on the guitar. He was in a band and then he would teach people you know, being in a band often doesn't pay any money. So he was also teaching people uh, doing guitar lessons one-to-one. And then he started taking it online and kind of learned how this whole system worked and built this up into a really good business. 
And I was like, oh, how are you managing to do that? Like, how can you send out a promotion every two weeks? Are you not like pissing off your list? Are you not getting everybody unsubscribing and not wanting to hear from you anymore if it's just constant kind of like that? Mm -hmm. And what he explained to me was the system that you do is you include value along with promotion. And the way most people do yeah. promotional emails for courses is that they just have the promotion. So if people got Black Friday, they're like, all right, it's on sale this week. Here's reasons to buy, reasons to buy, go buy, go buy, go buy. Yeah. And if that's all that you did, then people totally would unsubscribe and it would be no use. And, you know, like long term, you'd make sales, yeah. but long term, your email list would really, would really shrink. And like I said before, why would you not do this? You don't want to annoy your subscribers and you don't want them to unsubscribe. And I was talking this through with this friend of mine, Shona. We were sat around in a bar in um, central London. It's called the Royal Academy of the Arts. It's super fancy. And a, a friend was a member and we were, we were all sat around there. And she was telling me basically that she didn't want to send these promotions because she didn't want to be too promotional and too salesy. And so we came up for her with like, I basically talked her through this concept of mixing the content and the promotion together. And I helped her put together like a super basic version that she could just send out the next week. And straight away, she had a ton of sales, but she also had a ton of people coming back to her and saying, I love those emails. That was really helpful. Thanks so much for sending these out. And that's what we're trying to achieve. That's what we're trying to put together mm -hmm. in our email promotions. And the basic structure that I went through with Shona was to have six emails go out in a week. This is like, this is the, the, you can do this almost straight away. You don't have to think too much about copywriting version. This is not the ideal version, but I want to give everybody something they can just like, oh, I could do this next week if they've already got yeah. their courses and they already got an, an email list. So what she did was she took a tip every day from in one of her courses. So she sells courses about how to, uh, about English grammar. So it's for people who are learning English who are um, not native speakers. And she went through one of her courses and she took out five tips. And so Monday through Friday, she sent out a tip as an email. And so that might be um, I don't know, a couple of hundred words with like a tip about how to learn English grammar a little bit better. And at the bottom of the email, she said, if you want the full course, about whatever that you know particular part of English grammar was, then we've got a we've got that on sale for thirty percent off this week, and then linked through to mm. the to the sales page for it. And so there's nothing in there that like really anybody could object to because they're getting all this mm -hmm. free content that's super useful. It's exactly what they want to learn about. And then if they want to learn more, then there's that option available. It's nothing kind of too in your face. And so straight away she was making sales from that. And then the sixth email was on the last day, which just said. Um, this is this this discount is ending in three hours, so that's the only one that was kind of just promotion to it. Gotcha. So this the, at the, the end of, the, of, of all six emails, it's got the thirty percent off this week. Exactly. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. So it reminds them every day. Mm -hmm. Make sure they see at least one of them, and then the seventh day it says, "All right, last day." Yeah, yeah, and that's and, the one where you get the most okay. sales. If you're doing a simple campaign yeah. like that, most of the sales come in on that last one because of procrastination. Yep. And then, so that's that string of promotions would be like every other week. It would it would have that at the at the end of the the emails. Yeah, exactly. So we recommend to most people to start off doing this once a month because I want yeah. I'm trying to get people into it gently. You know, like okay, yeah. let's not go crazy. Let's once a month do this. And um, yeah, I had a, a friend Michelle. She uh, I met her through Shona. Actually, we were at uh, lunch at Shona's. And she told me that she was, you know, not making enough 
money from her course business, even though she's got this great YouTube channel. It's called, I think, like the Intrepid Traveler, something like that. And she teaches people Italian, does Italian courses. And um, so we went and had cocktails and I took her through this process and showed her what it was she needed to do. And then the next month she messaged me and told me I just made an additional $21,000 in sales. Not bad. I was like, all right, well, next time we go for cocktails, you are definitely paying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So um, this is the, this is the more advanced version. And like I said, I've said at the top here every two weeks, but you could do this, you know, once a month as well. This is the one that we actually do when we're writing these campaigns for our clients. So we do this over the course of two weeks rather than one week. The first week is all content emails. And so these emails are about whatever the topic is that the course is going to be about, but we don't mention the course at all in these three content mm-hmm. emails. So let's say, let's say we're selling a course on dog training and it's, we've got a course specifically about um, how to train your puppy, like how to house train your puppy. Then we're going to take three pieces of content we've already got, you know, YouTube videos, blog posts, that kind of thing. And Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we'll send those out to the email list, like a snippet from in there, then linking to the main blog post. So that this does a couple of things. One, it's useful content for the audience. So they're like, they're building more trust, we're helping them more. And then secondly, the people who are particularly interested in that particular topic, the ones who've got a puppy, are more paying attention to our emails at the moment. So we're priming them to be kind of ready to open the emails the next week where we're going to talk about the course. So then in the second week of this, we've got these gain logic and fear emails. And the idea with this is it's a, it's a model that's originally taken from digital marketer. They kind of put this system together. At least that's the first place I saw it. And the idea is you've got people who think in different ways. Some people are more focused about how can my life be better. Some want to know lots of details and numbers and statistics and information. And some people are driven more by moving up. They've got their motivations more away from. They're, they're more concerned mm-hmm. with what things might go wrong. And so we want to have three different emails that appeal to those three. Different, and it's like, you know, everybody's got a little bit of all of them, but yeah. you want to make sure you kind of address the different angles that people might be thinking. in. Nice. So the gain email, what we're trying to do here is we're still trying to include value. We're not trying to just, uh, in fact, and most of this is really about value in this gain logic fear ones. We're not just trying to promote the course. We're trying to make sure that even the people who don't buy now love getting these emails so they want to stay on the list and they want to keep reading them and then the people Mm -hmm. who are kind of interested it's moving them towards a sale as well yep so the gain one what we're doing is we're talking to people about how could their life be better if they solve this problem we're not specifically talking about the course we're talking about how could their life be better if they they solve this issue that's going on right so Imagine how it would be if, you know, you're, you you got your your puppy house trained and it just behaved really nicely and, uh, you know, pick, paint a picture for them of how much better their life could be. Or you have like a case study of somebody who's gone through your course and has house trained their dog and then how much better that was and how, how their life has improved. That's mm-hmm. the kind of concept with that first one. The logic one is more digging into like numbers, statistics, uh, any kind of data that we've got about, you know, of people who want to train their dog, it takes them six weeks, but you know, you can actually do it in two weeks or whatever. I I know nothing about dog training, right? But (laughs) you go and if you're Mm -hmm. into that, then you find, you know, what data, what information, what kind of statistics have you got? Industry studies, um, percentage of your clients who've succeeded. 70% less poop on your couch by three months. (laughs) Like that. 
And then the fear one, what we're doing is talking to them about, well, what's the some of the stuff we're showing empathy here, we're trying to show what's some of the stuff that you're concerned about. And we understand your concerns, and we can see why you might feel like that. And it's okay if you're afraid of that thing, or you're concerned about this, or you feel like you'll never manage to be able to sort this out. Here's these other people who felt that same way. And it's all right, because you can actually deal with this problem. So you're kind of approaching it from that angle. But at the end of each of these emails, you're also saying, if you want to solve this properly, then we've got this course, it's 30% off this week, here's a link to the sales page. Gotcha. So then the last three emails are the ones that are more promotional. So this is the going, going, gone. What we're including in here is um, testimonials and case studies mm. in the first one. Mm -hmm. The second one is going to be frequently asked questions. And so this is a really long email because you just think of everything that somebody might need to know. Yeah. And you answer all of those questions in this one email. And throughout that, and so nobody's going to read the whole email. People look at this sometimes. It's like 2,000, 3,000 words sometimes, these emails. Mm -hmm. No one's going to read the whole thing. But they'll scroll through to find the answer to the question they're interested in. And so you mm -hmm. have to answer all of them so that because you're sending it out to everybody. You're not doing this one-to-one. -one. And then the last one is super, super simple. Like I said before, it's that this discount ends in three hours. So now's your chance to, you know, that's your last chance to, to get this course at a discount. Nice. So the gain, logic, fear... Those are all like day one, two, three, and then going, going, gone, day four, five, six. Yeah. So the got the the last one is actually you have two emails on one day. So it's like Got gain it. is Monday, logic's Tuesday, fears Wednesday, going Thursday, going Friday, gone Friday. So there's two on the same day. Got it. So each of these each of these emails is one day, two on the last day. Mm -hmm. Nice. And and is every Every week of the month, they're sending out um, all all six days of the week, or or in the in the in the other weeks, it's every other day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Or if you're doing this only one promotion a month, then this is only covers two weeks of the month, and then you can start again the next one. Got it. Got it. So during during the promotional uh, run, you send every day for the six days leading up to mm -hmm. the last day. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and what we find with these campaigns, if you write these properly, if you do a really good job with this, then um, people love getting these emails. Because like in any given promotion, 99% of people on your list are not going to buy. But if half a percent or 1% of your email list buy, then that's like a massive, if you've got a decent sized email list, that's a good amount of revenue. We've got clients who are making like hundreds of thousands of dollars per email promotion mm -hmm. they're sending out because their email list is big enough. And what you are doing here is you're looking after the other 99% by sending out useful, valuable information and making sure everyone's really happy and likes getting emails because at some point they might buy. And so you want them to stay on the list and like getting stuff from you and think about how great your courses are. But for the 1%, you're also moving them towards the sale. So it does both things at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Cool. All right, so that's the first thing. And the kind of increase in revenue we see with that, I put here 50% and it's like, in a lot of cases, that's actually a massive underestimation. Um, but a lot of these kind of tactics all tie in together and they compound on top of each other. So it's it's not always that easy to kind of pull it out. But somewhere between uh, 1.5 times in your revenue and like three times your revenue by by doing these email promotions. Sometimes it's more like we had a client we worked with last month. He'd been doing like 25, maybe 30,000 a month for the last year. And his mm -hmm. first email promotion that we did with him, uh, he made 100 and... 25,000, just under 130,000. 
So, I mean, for him, he's four times dip, but we also did some of these other tactics as well. So it's kind of hard to, mm-hmm. to split it all out. Yeah, makes sense. So that's the biggest one is doing these email promotions. And that okay. we've now taken our, our beautiful car and we've really pimped it up a little bit. We've given it a lovely look of paint and we've put new rims on it and we're like making the whole thing look really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And if anybody is like, yeah, but I don't know how to write these kind of emails, that AI tool that I mentioned earlier, you can actually um, plug into it that you want to write again, logic for your emails, and it's going to like help you to actually put those together. So that is there for you. I'm interested. So step two is we're now going to optimize the sales page. So we've got all these emails going out that's getting people interested and they're going to the sales page. But if they get to the sales page and it sucks, then people aren't going to buy. So the problem that people come to me with is they say, yeah, but I'm not a great copywriter. Well, you don't have to be a great copywriter to write a better sales page than you've currently got. You don't need to hire a great copywriter to write a better sales page than you currently got. Like if you want an absolutely incredible sales page, yeah, sure, like hiring a great copywriter is brilliant. But we just want to get you the 80-20 here and get you further along than where you are now. So there's 15 crucial steps, and this is what my copywriters use on every single sales page we work on. It's the exact same process that we use. And most people are just missing some of them. So the easiest step is, first of all, add in the ones that you're missing, because then it's mm-hmm. going to be the, the sales page is going to be better and then go through and try and make the other ones improved. Now, we probably depending on how much time you want to go through, how much detail you want to go through this in, we might not get through all you'll be able to go through all of these together today. Um, but I want to give everybody this list. So at least they've got the overall idea of what what they should have on there. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I'm going to I'm give like a kind of a brief, brief description of each, what it means. And then if sure. any that you want to dig into more, just tell me and we can kind of talk about that. So the first one is calling out your audience. So this is like, okay, if you were talking to busy mums with young kids under five, make sure you say that on the sales page. So the people who fit that description are like, oh, that's me. Yes, I fit mm. that. This is for me. And the ones who aren't know, oh, I shouldn't spend any time here. Like the sales page mm-hmm. is actually helping to disqualify people as well as to qualify people we're not trying to sell the course to people who don't need it right that's Mm. no good that's going to give you refunds it's going to make unhappy clients it's like it doesn't make any sense but the people who it is for need to know it's definitely for them so we have a call out to the audience normally that's above the headline right at the top of the page then we want a compelling headline so this is the easiest way to think about this is what's the biggest benefit someone's going to get from buying this course if they fit your perfect audience and actually, let me let me show you an example of one of these. So she's teaching uh, non-native speakers um, how to speak English with a British accent, you know, British uh, pronunciation. So the biggest thing for her is speak confident, fluent mm. British English. Nothing like revolutionary or complicated, but it's the biggest is the biggest benefit. And what most people do here instead is they just put the name of their course, which is like it just sucks as a headline. It doesn't get anybody's attention. So yeah. that's what we're trying to do in terms of the headline. Uh, Subheadline then okay. gives you a chance to describe that benefit in a little bit more detail. So if we look here, join my new program and master intermediate English in three months. So this is a B1 English course. So that's like intermediate level. So that's the that's the subheadline. Then the next bit is clear call to action. And we want to have that call to action multiple places on the page. And we've done tests on this. And if you just have it in one place on the page, it performs so much worse than if you have it in multiple places. So here we go, join the program today. That's the call to action. And if you scroll through the page, you're going to see it come up like in various different spots as we kind of go through. Then we've got problem agitation solution. 
And the idea of this is we want to make sure that people know that we understand what their problem is, talk to them about why that problem is frustrating, and then tell them we have the solution. And that sounds like almost kind of obvious that people should know that this is the solution to their problem, but they don't know. They don't know that what we've got solves their specific problem. We have to show that we understand their problem in order for them to know they're in the right place. So if we look back here, what have we got? It should be about down here. Here we go. So here she's talking about uh, the problem. I know what it is to learn a foreign language. It could be really hard. And then she's talking about all the places which she found it difficult before herself. And then she's saying, mm -hmm. here's the solution I present to you. And then she's got the solution. So she's giving a summary of what's in the course. And that's kind of the basic concept of those sections. Speed to results or future casting. This is a little bit more advanced, but it's basically saying to people, this is how long it's going to take you to get to the result. So in three months, you're going to be able to achieve X, Y, and Z. And this is how future casting means describing to them how their life is going to be different once they've actually implemented mm -hmm. it. So the next bit here we've got then is meet the instructor. Very straightforward, but you need to have that. There needs to be a bit on the page where it actually introduces the person who the course is from. Let me see. That would be probably back up here. So uh, my name is Lucy. I'm your English teacher. There you go. Just explaining who you are. We need social proof. So that means testimonials and, um, oh, sorry, I missed this section. Talk about the benefits. If the way to figure out most people, what they do here is they talk about features and we were trying to talk mm -hmm. about what the benefits are and the difference between benefits and features is the point when you say, so what? And it doesn't make any sense anymore. So you're like, okay, you're going to learn intermediate English. Okay. So what? Mm -hmm. So you'll be able to talk with your colleagues and your um, co-workers and your friends and your other half's family more fluently and you'll feel more comfortable and you'll be proud of you know the fact that you're able to do that and you'll be able to get a promotion or um, have a more enjoyable experience and it's like okay there's no point asking yeah. so what after that because that's obviously a brilliant thing you know so you're including yeah. those things in there social proof means testimonials so making sure we've got those in there including explaining the mm -hmm. offer in detail for those people who really like to to know much more information about something, putting yeah. bonuses as well. This is a really yeah. big deal. Most people include don't have anything that uh, they can explain as an, an additional extra thing that somebody's getting. And so if you have bonuses, it makes people feel like not only do I get the course, but I also get A, B, C, D, and E alongside with it as well. That's fantastic. Yep. Um, guarantee, having a 30-day guarantee makes sure you're going to get the people who are right on the fence and like, oh, I don't know whether to get this or not they're more, much more likely to buy. Mm -hmm. Have a reminder at the bottom of why of everything that you've said before, like a little summary. Have a frequently asked questions section where you answer all of the questions. And then scarcity and urgency, this only comes when you're actually doing the email promotion. But having like a countdown timer saying the 30% off um, runs out in five days, two hours, one minute, and it's kind of gradually counting down. So you can- Yeah, you, you can, can just have that on the place. page every, every month with the seven day countdown. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nice. So those are all the elements. Um, you, is there anything there you want to go into more detail on, or is that kind of enough? No, that's good. Got, got the landing page. I'm, uh, yeah, I need to do lots of these. So, okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. So the next thing is improving the checkout experience. And this makes a massive difference. What's happening for a lot of people here is that they're really falling at the last hurdle and they've made it through everything else and then someone gets to the checkout page and then they drop out because they're just they're, they're uncomfortable and they're not sure if they're making the right decision and this mm -hmm. is a place where there's loads of the, the the bucket is really leaky 
Now, there's two things that we're trying to solve for here on checkout pages that people normally screw up. One, people are really busy. And at the moment, what a lot of people are doing is making it hard for someone to buy from you. They've got this checkout page that's so confusing. It's all over the place. And there's all this information to fill in. And I've got to create a password. Why do I need to create a password? There's, mm-hmm. Why do you need my home address? What is all of this? Instead, we want to have the minimum number of fields in there, make it really easy for people. We want to make it super easy so they, they're just like, oh, okay, cool, I could do that. Like Kind of like an Amazon checkout. Like How do we make it as close to Amazon checkout as possible? And mm-hmm. the second issue that people have got is these are, like, these are real people who we're talking to on this checkout page, right? They've got fears, they've got concerns. They're like, am I making the right decision? Is this actually going to help me? Should I really go ahead? What if I buy this and I feel like an idiot because it doesn't actually solve my problem? Is this, am I definitely making the right decision? And so we need to be reassuring them at this stage on the checkout page before they, they hit go, before they submit their credit card details. Yeah. So I'll give an example of the fact that you can do this even if you like suck at design and uh, you, you're no good at like making it look beautiful. It can If you include these elements, it still makes an amazing difference. So this is a client. He had a checkout page that was actually quite simple. He didn't have loads of extra fields he was asking for. He wasn't asking for their address or a password or anything like that. But he also didn't have the five crucial elements that we want to have on a checkout page to make people feel reassured and comfortable. And so he changed, he went through our course and then he went changed his checkout page from this to this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look beautiful, but it includes the crucial elements that we need to have. So mm-hmm. the first one is we've got a picture of the course. So people, it, it, they know that they're actually buying the thing that they meant to buy. <laughs> it's like... They've got to this yeah. stage, and in the previous version, it's like, well, what am I actually buying? Am I am I getting the thing? And they almost have to go back to the sales page to double check that they, they're getting the right thing. So you want a picture yeah. of the, the course, you want to show that it's available on a laptop and a mobile and a, and a desktop and on an iPad and what have you. Yeah. Um, and you have a picture of the, the person who actually made the course as well. So they're kind of like, oh, I know him. I've seen him in his YouTube videos. That's the, This is the right thing. So that's one. Yes. Second one, social proof. Loads and loads of testimonials and social proof is really good. So we've got testimonials down the side here. And actually, as we scroll down, there's got more screenshots of testimonials at the bottom of the page. Nice. The third one is um, a reminder of the key benefits of what they're getting. And this is like, he's selling to Spanish people, so we can't, uh, I, don't, I can't read all of this terribly well, but like, what does it say? Mm-hmm. Com- understand English quickly and and well, something like that, right? So it's like just mm-hmm. a simple bullet point explaining what the benefit is that they're going to get from this. And then the next one is to have these trust badges. So Visa, MasterCard, American Express, however, whatever kind of payments you accept and show that the page is secure. You know, it's like HTTPS and you're not going to have your credit card details stolen and what have you. Just, just make them mm-hmm. understand that you have done the work to make sure this is all going to go through securely. And last yep. thing is to have the guarantee on the checkout page as well. And nice and big with a big badge showing it. Some people have got it there, but they just got it written without that badge. And it just makes people mm-hmm. feel more comfortable. So then they go, oh, you know what? If I buy this and it turns out it's not right for me, I can get my money back. And so therefore, they're more likely to go ahead and make that decision. Does that nice. all make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seen this all before, you know, good old guarantee. <laughs> but, you know, it's the little things you got to have the can't just say it you know big fat badge and yeah it it all makes sense why this stuff works perfect all right so what we saw with that guy so he had a a bunch of different courses uh cody is from apprende inglés americano um 
and he had a bunch of different courses and he implemented this across all the different checkout pages and the increasing conversion rates he saw were from 30% on some to one of them was 500%. So he had five times more sales in this course just by changing the checkout page, which is just wow. like this stuff might not sound like a big deal, but this is like, this is totally the 80-20. This is the stuff that really works. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, there's that AI tool. If you want to kind of like check on how do I write up the benefits in the right way or what have you, it can kind of help you do that. Mm-hmm. So now what we've done is we've got email campaigns going out every month going to a sales page that's got all the crucial elements and a checkout page that's got all the crucial elements. So it's going to be converting better. We're making more sales. This is great. The next step is how do we grow that email list? And there's a bunch of different tactics, but I'm going to take you through just what's the simplest ones you can kind of implement uh, straight away. What we found is that 90, if it's just looking at website traffic, um, 95% of people and their website traffic are getting about a 0.5 to 1% opt-in rate. So that means from every 100 visitors you get, you're getting one or even only half of that of, of a person <laughs> opting into mm-hmm. your email list from that. And most people can get to about 3%. Like 3% is, t- is, is really doable for nearly everybody. The best we've ever managed with one client was 9.3%, but most people can get to about 3%. And so that means if you're at 0.5% and you get to 3%, you've got six times more subscribers per month. And so your email list is growing yeah. six times faster you can grow, uh, make a lot more money from your promotions. So a few of the crucial tips with this, and the first one is make sure you've got a great lead magnet instead of a newsletter. So something fantastic that people can get for free when they opt into your newsletter, rather than just saying, sign up for my newsletter. That makes a yeah. massive difference. What we're looking for here is something that they can implement immediately. They have to do almost no work to get this in place. They just, mm. uh, they just download it, and instantly their life is better. So if that guy... Who wow. I mentioned who was at the um, nine point three percent. Actually, no, I'm not sure. No, that's fine. Um, what they had, they're te- teaching people digital painting, and they had these fifteen free brushes that you could download, and then you uploaded them into what, whatever we use for digital painting, Photoshop, maybe, and straight away you had those brushes in there. So they didn't have to do work to use. Ah, uh, it's just kind of like a free, so like a it. like a give, like a freebie, free giveaway, like use this mm-hmm. right away like here's my list of blah 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 or here's these templates or something yeah templates swipe files tools um resources people can use straight away some kind of a uh, some not 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 an ebook not a course but something they can yeah. just use immediately and, and it makes their life easy it's like we want 15 minutes work for them to kind of get the result ah, out of this thing damn it i'm doing that <laughs> i need to flip 180 on that one i'm doing i'm doing the ebook thing yeah. yeah. But yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And it's not that they don't work, but just these work better. That's what we've seen consistently. Yeah. Makes sense. I've actually been right, working so this... recently on on simplifying my ebook and like doing the free guide thing and just a free cheat sheet. Okay. You know, yeah, like yeah, basically yeah, yeah. turn it cheat into one page, but, but still a cheat sheet is something where you're like, you're still trying to learn, right? Even better is what we just said. Here's a template or a blah, 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 or something like giving away that you can use right away. Yeah, that's yeah, that's great. Yeah, I've got a friend who's selling courses in the, he teaches people how to make money from renting out properties on Airbnb. And yeah. so one of the things that you need to know there is like how, what days or when could you charge more? When could you up the rent a little bit and therefore overall in those months you make more money? And so he's got a tool, a spreadsheet that he's made that does that for you. And you just plug in a few bits of information and it gives you the answer. 
And so that's his freebie. That's his download. And it's like, oh, great. Like straight away, I get I get this result without any effort. That is so compelling that it draws people in. Mm. Yep, got it. So the next thing, once we've got that great lead magnet, is we want to set up in as many places on our site or social mm. media or wherever our audience is. We want to set those things up so people are more likely to opt in. So you want to have a pop-up mm -hmm. on the website and an opt-in form in your sidebar and inline opt-in forms in blog posts if you're getting if you're getting your traffic through SEO to blog posts, for example. So mm -hmm. I'll show, actually, there's probably a better example I can show from a client of ours. So these guys are big. Teal's like a spiritual guru type. And mm -hmm. so she has... Uh, YouTube videos and blog posts, whatever, teaching people about um, self-love and about meditation, this kind of thing. So if we look at some of her articles, you'll see she's got these five free guided meditations as the, the download. And again, that kind of fits nicely for that lead magnet idea because someone doesn't have to do something. They can just download it and then they can listen to it. They're already meditating, but they can listen to these meditations from her really easily. If you go to one of her blog posts, you'll see we've got an advert in the sidebar for the lead magnet. And as you scroll down, that stays in place. We've also mm -hmm. got a button for it at the top. And if you click that, it brings up this pop-up. And then as we scroll down the page, within the post, there's multiple of these different like adverts for the lead magnet. And they all look different. They've all got different like benefits or descriptions. This one's describing what the meditations are. You click it, it brings up that pop-up. And then there's another one here with a different picture and a different kind of benefit for it. And so we're putting these like top, middle and bottom of the blog posts. And that means people are seeing this more often and it's kind of all on brand and looks, looks right. And if you've got big social media following, then that's the place that you link to these. You know, if you've got a podcast, then you're promoting the lead magnet on your podcast. Mm -hmm. If it's YouTube videos, you're promoting it in the videos and in the description. If it's an Instagram, you're promoting it as occasional um, posts on Instagram directly, like kind of mm -hmm. something might look a bit like this, but, you know, appropriate for, for Instagram. And then also you're putting it in the pinned comment with Instagram, I think it is. And what we're typically yep. seeing across this is an average increase in opt-ins, if you do these tactics, of two to five times. More people getting onto email list per week. Sorry, per month. I mean, per week as well, I guess. The best one we've ever seen is 50 times. This Most people can't wow. get this, but this was really cool. We had this, uh, so um, the one I just showed, Teal Swan, Mm -hmm. They weren't ever promoting the lead magnet on social media or on YouTube. And they had these millions of followers on there. And so we just started promoting mm -hmm. on there. And we st we went from they were getting like 100 opt-ins a week to 5,000, which was just like, okay, wow, yeah. we could do something with this. This is good. Yeah. Yeah, there's major damage to me made if you already have a big following, but you're not doing any of these like yeah. lead magnet tricks. And so, yeah, that's cool. 100%. All right, cool. So uh, again, if you need help around the, you know, what should I have as my lead magnet, that AI tool can go and kind of answer some questions for you about the details. Nice. So the next one, right, you know, back at the start, we had that triangle model and we talked about, um, we want to have a bigger email list. We want to make more sales to the list. We've covered those two. This is now the third one. How do you make higher revenue per sale? And there's a couple of tactics we can use here. One is order bumps. And with order bumps, what we're basically looking at is somebody's getting to the checkout page and that got a tick box to add an additional product. And I learned yeah. about this one originally from this guy, Christopher Sutton. He runs Musical You, where he teaches people musicality, so how to play um, music by ear. And he's another one of the guys who was in that mastermind where I was originally learning all of these tactics from. 
And so the concept of this is, is actually really common. If you look across other businesses outside of course businesses, this is like every day people are just doing it constantly. So if you go to Amazon and you put a book into your basket, then it's going to offer you other things you might want to get as well, that are like similar books that go with it. If you go to McDonald's and you say, can I get a Big Mac? They'll say, do you want fries with that? Like, what's the extra thing? If you go to the cinema and you buy a cinema ticket, then you also can get the popcorn. And the popcorn's yeah. actually where they make the majority of their profits. So like, what's the additional mm. extra thing that you can sell someone that goes with what they're already buying? Yeah. And the place, if we go back to that original funnel map, the place this sits is on the order page itself. So someone's on the order page, they're putting the credit card details in, and then there's a tick box on there offering them something else to buy. It's normally about a third of the price of the original product they're buying. That's like mm. a nice rule of thumb to use here. So if mm. you're selling a course for $199, this might be 67 something kind of like that. It's not, yeah. you know, not going to be exactly that, but something like that. And this is what it looks like. You've probably seen these before. There's like a mm -hmm. tick box. Maybe you've got, if it's on ClickFunnels, there's a red flashing arrow pointing at it. That's the way they do it. But this is another yeah. system. I think this is in Kajabi. They have like a little tick box down here in this different um, gray, gray yeah. box. Or this one's got a slider. But it's all the same concept. That's all order bumps. Thrivecart, and that one. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. I forget. Yeah. This, this one, Ooh, Thrivecart, I, I know because I, I recently switched from Thrivecart to uh, Kajabi, where I moved my course to Kajabi or whatever, but mm. I always recognize the color, the, that green teal, because it's kind of like my red color. <laughs> so what's your, what price point is your course at? That was actually, I was thinking that's the question I want to ask you, if there's a, like a formula or strategy people do to, to price their courses, or is it just like start in the low end and kind of raise it over time? So most people selling courses are selling them too cheaply. That's like as a general yeah. rule of thumb. It's not everybody, but most people are doing that. Mm -hmm. And a way to see it, I think, is if you're making a lot of sales directly without sending out email promotions, then your course is probably too cheap because then people don't need to have that scarcity and urgency and all that stuff reminding them about why to buy. They just go and buy it. Mm -hmm. Well, that means that if you had all of those things in place, you could have the price be quite a lot higher. Yeah. And so we had a client, David, in the, he was selling courses about how to make a home recording studio for musicians. And he had nearly all of his sales came, just people went to the website and bought. And then we started doing all these email promotions and everything else and increased the price gradually of his courses. And I think we ended up mm -hmm. like three or four times in the price from what that originally yeah. been. And he was making way more money from it. So, yeah. That's so I've had a I've it. had a digital nomad course and it's been like $49 and then... 99 and then 199 mm -hmm. and then 497 and, and same with my upwork course in in that but i recently revamped it a lot and now i'm like why don't i do 2497 and so that's mm. another question that i have in the or online course world it's like if your courses are you know you know 1000 2000 3000 are there extra steps or like are there some people who even have like hey if you want to book a discovery call optionally like you can because it's like you know $2,500 course. Uh, curious yeah. what, uh, what you've seen. Yeah. So as a generally, if you go above $2,000, then you need to add in a sales call. That's not okay. a hard and fast rule. You can sell stuff for more than $2,000 without a sales call. If your audience trusts you enough, or they've had referrals from elsewhere or what have you. Um, what you normally see, once you're getting above about a thousand, then you probably need to have like a webinar as part of the promotional process to build up yep. more 
trust with people. It's all about like how much do people know, like, and trust you? Are they on totally on board? Are they like, oh my God, this is the person I need to be getting this from. And if you don't have that built up already, then you need to have a a sales process that helps to do that as people get closer to buying. Mm -hmm. So uh, that client I mentioned in the digital painting space, he was selling most of his courses for like a hundred, maybe $200. And he had one that was for 500 and he's selling it to people who want to get into making money from digital painting. And so to sell that, he would have webinars and Facebook lives and a challenge and all this kind of stuff. And he still does that like two or three times a year. He does these bigger launches to sell that more expensive course. When you're selling stuff through these email promotions that we've been talking about, it's generally much easier to do that when stuff's at the lower, the lower ticket level. Mm -hmm. So that is hobby space. Yeah. If it's in like the hobby or niche space or spirituality, something like that, we're looking at like a hundred to 200, maybe $300. If it's in the Mm -hmm. business space, like someone's either already making money and can make more or they, they're getting started making money from it then we're more talking like the 500 to maybe 1500, like a 1, thousand, 1500, that kind okay. of range you can do. Through, I was thinking that email. as well. Cause for my Upwork course, I was like, yeah, thinking the 1500 and then, you know, but maybe start doing some promotions down to the 497 or something, but it, you know, it's really a, one of those life changing things. Like you're going to create, you're going to make tons of money from this. And so, mm. Yeah, it makes sense. The people that you can make, you can have stuff at a higher price without having sales calls with the people who bought from you before and loved your previous thing. If you've got something Mm -hmm. like, okay, you've got this, well, now the next level is that, that's much much easier because they bought from you. Now you've got so much trust, right? They bought from you, they got the result that they wanted and now their life is better. It's like, okay, cool. What else you got for me? Great, let's do this, you know? Yeah. Um, but if someone's never bought from you, that's then you've kind of got those cutoff points of it. It does vary, you know. The, these numbers are, are not like hard and fast rules, but it's that's that's the kind of ways I think about yeah. it. Normally, email promotions for for something in the kind of the lightweight B two B, like you know, someone getting freelance or getting started working online or whatever. I would I would think probably up to a thousand would be quite easy with email promotions past that mm-hmm. you you need to start maybe adding in some more stuff webinars or something yeah because like I, i've been thinking webinar these days mm-hmm. um for sure and then i was like so i, I was going to ask like do any people do webinars like anyway even if it's like a 249 course or or, 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 or have you found like it's better just to go this funnel yeah you're, you're better off going straight to email promotion and the reason is because the webinar builds all this extra trust, but it also has a dropout rate at each stage, right? So with an with a webinar, you've got, can you get the person, first of all, to register for it? If they register, can you get them to show up? If they show up, can you get them to finish? If they finish oh. now, can you get them to buy? So you're losing a percentage of people at each stage. So not everybody is seeing all of that. What you can do is you combine webinar with email promotion. So you have the, yeah. you have the webinar that you're promoting, and then you try and get people on there. And then for some people that builds up this extra trust and you give them like an early bird discount if they get that. And then you have the email promotion still that goes out to everybody. And that way you're yeah. you're um, doing both tactics together and then it starts okay. to line up. But I, I don't think generally it's worth doing at 249. I think you could just do the email promotion just because it's a load of extra work, right? Even, well, I even was excluding thinking, when I was thinking webinar, I was not thinking live webinar. I, I more mm-hmm. think of a... Uh, just a free training video that's 30 minutes long or something like that. And at the end, it's got, you know, some, you know, strong call to action or maybe, you know, kind of how webinars are at the end, but maybe not mm-hmm. even framed as a webinar. So it's like, check out my free training, 
<laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like a longer form uh, video, but obviously yeah, recording. Yeah, that would work. That would work. If you want to do like to the all actual, this, you know. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, it would that would that would definitely add to it. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, if you want to do like the full proper Russell Brunson style webinar, then like Expert Secrets is a great book for that. But it takes weeks to put that together. You know, like yeah. there's a lot of work involved in like really crafting the perfect webinar. If you do a free training with a call to action at the end, then that would be easier. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And then for, uh, for the promotional, do you typically do like 30% off as the discount? Like you don't go down, like, you know, some people are doing like the 50% or it's like 80%. Like, yeah, we generally don't, we don't find that's mostly need. We'll occasionally do 50%, but I think 30% generally is enough to give people that feeling of, urgency and i need to go take action now without taking too much off it depends like if your intention is i'm going to sell this for 497 you could say well i can either price it at 800 bucks and give 30 yeah. percent off or whatever the number would be or a thousand and give 50 percent off so either way kind of works it's you know i don't think that matters as much right because if, if you're you know if it's at the checkout page normally for whatever 997 and then once a month you get you know, you advertise it for 50% off, then it's like, I guess maybe some people will still buy it when it's at 997. Uh, and people have asked this for me b- before, like in the e-commerce space, like in, in Black Friday, when it's 40% off, like aren't customers that bought it full price, are they going to get mad because they, they paid the full price? Um, so that's the thing there. But I think I think 30% feels feels good and it's good, good to know that you've confirmed that. Yeah. I had, a, <laughs> I had someone I met at a conference, that one that we were talking about earlier the, um, in Bangkok, DCBKK. Mm-hmm. And every year I would see her and I would say to her, what you need to do is run these email promotions with a percentage off. And she's like, oh, I don't want people to get pissed off because they they find out that actually the course was reduced and they bought it at full price and what have you. Yeah. And uh, then I, I had a conversation with her earlier this year, I think. I'd last seen her like three years, you know, it was pre-COVID or something. I'd, I'd always talked to her about this. And I saw, I talked to her last, uh, earlier this year or, or end of last year. And she's like, oh, revenue's up by like, I've doubled my revenue. I'm like, amazing. What did you do? She's like, I started doing these email promotions where the people get a discount. If they, but I was just like, oh, good. I was like, don't say I told you so. Don't say I told you. <laughs> it's like, but it's like, that's, it's what works in the course space. You know, yeah. it's like, it's just, that's the game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, that's, that's uh, e- e-commerce in general. That's every store you walk down the street it's a sale like every month it's a it's a halloween sale it's a mother's <laughs> day labor day sale it's a sale every month yeah 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 for, um i heard somebody once from a supermarket talking about how people buy wine in supermarkets and he said what people do mm. like 80 percent of people is that they look for which is the expensive bottle of wine that's on sale for most right now and I was like, oh, that's what I do. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, I've just fallen into this. Like, oh, that one's a big discount. That must be good, you know. And then they change each week which ones are on sale. And it's like, fine. Okay, that's the game. Makes sense. All right. So, oops. Uh, let's carry on with that. So, yeah, this is really, really crucial. And this, what, what you'll find with this, 
Um, yeah, it's not a new idea. Like this has been around for thousands of years. Sell somebody something and then sell them something extra. It's not terribly complicated, right? What we found is an increase in revenue on average of 19% from mm -hmm. all of the clients that we've implemented this with. And that's with the one, some that where they haven't even optimized it yet. That's the average increase in revenue. And so this is like a spreadsheet we've had recently where we're trying to figure this out for a bunch of different clients across email promotions and this other kind of funnel called Tripwire. And you see the average increase down here in the bottom is 19.01%. Nice. So just the maths of this quickly, let's say you're selling a course for 99 bucks and you make 30 grand from a promotion and 20 to 50% of people will buy the order bump. That's what we see like across the board. That's the kind of range we're looking at. If it's $37 and 35% of people buy it, that makes an additional $4,000. That's like 10% uh, extra mm -hmm. revenue, something in that kind of ballpark. So this is super simple. This is like not yeah. revolutionary. It's not complicated to implement this. And uh, I was chatting with a guy who sells uh, SEO courses. If I, um, I'm not sure if it's all right to sh share these. So I won't say the name of it, but you'll know who you'd know who it was. Sure. And they, they, uh, I said to them, put an order bump in place. And they put it on, and he, told, he messaged me that uh, later on. He said, "I figured out we're making an additional hundred thousand dollars a year just from that order bump, without changing anything else, just adding this in as well." And oh. he's like, "What? What? What could I do? What else could I do here?" And he, I, he, I asked him what price it was selling for, and he told me. I was like, "I was like, try doubling the price." <laughs> and he's like, "And do what? What else? What else do we add?" And I was like, "No, no, just just double the price." And he did that, and he's like, "All right, we're now making two hundred thousand dollars extra year." <laughs> I was like, nice. all right, cool. This is D good. Double the price of the of the order bump. Of the order bump, yeah. Yeah, they were just nice. selling it too cheaply. It was brilliant. What, what they had was fantastic, and they just discounted it too much. Nice. So um, this is, I mentioned him earlier. This is David. He sells courses about home recording studios, and he took this idea. We do, we, we do the, an audit when we first start working with clients, and we have two workshops. And after the first workshop, he took this idea and went and did it. So before we'd even finished the audit, he'd implemented it and he'd started making like thousands of dollars extra per month from it. So this is like something you could do quite quickly. It's in Kajabi, it's in Teachable, it's in Thrivecart, you know, it's one of all of these. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the second one for increasing revenue per sale is upsells. And this is a really similar concept to order bumps, mm. but it's yeah. just implemented at a different step in the process. And the idea with an, an upsell is selling people something else more expensive generally. So the order bumps like a cheaper offer and upsell is generally something a bit more expensive. If you go to mm -hmm. Starbucks, you can buy a regular coffee or they can up, they'll upsell you to a, you know, super fancy one with foam and caramel and whatever else on top. Or if you want to be ridiculous, like these guys, they spend like a hundred bucks on the most expensive coffee ever. So, mm -hmm. um, this idea, again, I was talking to Shona about in that bar in London and another time, and she went and took this and implemented it the next week, and it made an additional $1,500 the next week just from having this one thing in place. So the place this fits, where this is different, because people get stuck on this, is where this is different to an order bump is this happens on the next page. So the order bump is yeah. on the order page. The upsell is on the next page, the confirmation page. So someone's already put the credit card details in. The order's already gone through. Now we're offering them something else to buy. The general kind of increase in revenue we see here is about 20% more. So if you're sending that $99 course we mentioned, you make 30 grand from a promotion. If you have another course for $99 as the upsell and 10% of people buy it, that means an additional $3,000. So that'd be 10% more revenue. 
And like I said, David, he went and implemented this along with the order bump straight away. And his revenue between the two of those was up by about 30 to 50% from then on from those, those few days work. And if you need help with that, again, like I said, there's this AI tool. So AI what we've got now great, is ain't it? <laughs> it's so good, man. It's so good. I'm like, um, there's someone's like, how do I do this? I'm like, fuck it, JGBD. How do I do this? It's like, yeah. How do I, can, what you, we... can you like write me another profile? How does it look like? It's fucking just ask ChatGPT to give you a hundred ideas for your fucking title. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, yeah. so my copywriter explained to me the process that she's using um, the other day. And what she does is she takes the customer avatar information. So all of the data about the customer. Avatar. So as a, is it generally women? Is it guys? Is it people of a certain age? Where are they based? What do they like? All the information we know about the customer. And she uploads all of that into ChatGPT and then asks it to summarize back so that she knows it's understood properly. Yeah. Then she takes customer language. So like, what's the testimonials we've got? What words they use in answers to surveys? And uploads all of that and asks it to summarize back. And then she says, right, here's the kind of email that I want to write and gives an example of a previous previous email that she's written, like one of those gain emails, for example, and says, right, I want you to write an email like that, but for this particular course, for this particular audience. And it writes the first draft of it. And then she's like, oh, I, I didn't like this thing about it. Change this bit in the tone. This doesn't sound like the client and the way they write. And it kind of rewrites it. And at the end of that, like an half an hour's work on hour's work. She's got original, like a basic version of it. And then she takes that and then refines it and improves it and makes more, you know, makes it way better, right? But you can get something out of it just by keeping on feeding in all the crucial bits of information yeah. with it. It's fantastic. Yeah, just ask it. Just tell it what to do. It, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's mind-blowing. So what we've got now is we have... Um, We've really pimped our car up. We've got, you know, we've turned it into the Fast and the Furious now. We've got like flames coming out the back of it. We've got the whole thing is like turned into a low rider bouncing up and down. Like we've really, really pimped this whole thing up. And if you look at the the one of the different places that I learned how to do this from, right? So one of them was that mastermind originally. Another one was like taking courses from all different people who you know, know about course creators, um, about mm -hmm. selling courses. We did loads of tests ourselves. But one of the things that we did that worked really, really well was just going and looking at all the best course businesses who are making tons of money and seeing how are they doing it and we're just funnel hacking them and finding what, mm -hmm. what everybody had in place. So Mind Valley does this. They sell courses about um, spirituality, digital marketer, Anthony Robbins, Lady Boss, Grant Cardone, like all of these different people were all implementing all of these different tactics. And what's fascinating is a lot of people who are selling courses who are much smaller got much smaller businesses are way got way better courses than the bigger businesses but they haven't got the whole marketing system in place then maybe their audience isn't mm -hmm. as big as well but maybe the problem is that they haven't got the marketing system and for most people you can have it too now there's two reactions that i get when i show this system and the first one is this sounds amazing and the second one is this looks like a lot of work now the reason that it looks like a lot of work is because it's a lot of work. But mm -hmm. if you worked on it, could you do it? Of course, right? And if that made you two times the revenue, would it be worth it? Like, of course. Like if you're starting out, okay, maybe you're only getting $1,000 a month at the moment. Maybe you don't work on all of this stuff. Focus on growing your audience more, make better courses, right? But if you're making 10 mm -hmm. grand a month at the moment, this is the quickest way to then get to 20, or if you're making 20 to get to 40, what have you. Mm -hmm. Um. 
and then this is like a few kind of examples of the kind of results people got. So the stuff in blue is what they were making before and orange is afterwards after they'd implemented it. So Dennis from Store Growers, kind of smaller business, he was making a few thousand. We got him up to averaging around kind of 10. Client in the spirituality space, they went from doing about 30,000 a month before to then averaging somewhere around about $100,000 a month. And this wow. is the language creator I mentioned back at the very beginning. The one that I, I laughed at her because she didn't know how much money she was going to make. She mm -hmm. was making about three grand a month and we got mm -hmm. her up to making like 50 and then about 100. And then her best month ever, I need to update this chart, is $450,000. Fucking <laughs> A. <laughs> Bro, I was, like... I was not going to expect 400,000. <laughs> well, she's hitting multiple like... months to get it over 100,000. That's crazy. Yeah. And like, she's got a big YouTube Changed channel. Right? She's life. done the audience building. Yeah, it's it, it totally has. So nice. All right, so that is the whole thing. Oh, I, the sorry, the before. Um, yeah, the I need to point about that AI tool. If anybody wants help with this for us to do it for them, this is what we mostly do. We do it for people, and we charge people based on results. So we're kind of picky about who we'll work with because obviously we have to hmm. know that we're going to be able to make you enough extra money. But if anybody wow. wants to find out if they qualify for that, they can go to pimpyourfunnel.com. And if you don't qualify, we'll still send you through useful information afterwards. Um, but if you want that free AI tool, people can go to datadrivenmarketing.ai and you're going to get Yosip AI answering your questions and helping you out with all of this. So those are the two links. Dude, that's awesome. So you made like an AI like like coach? like mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. And then, so, okay, so that's your agency and you do, it's like a done for you thing. Mm -hmm. Like you'll, your team will go in and just do all the work. Yeah. Yeah. We do the whole thing for people. We write the emails, we figure out the customer avatar, the customer language document. We redo the sales pages, the checkout pages. We set up the order bumps, the upsells. And then once we've done that enough times and we've got that for all clients products, we then start doing adv more advanced stuff like, okay, let's talk about having more expensive courses that you could be selling. Let's get you some webinars set up to sell those and like help them kind of just scale and scale and scale as far as we can. Nice. If someone's nice, doing nice. anything above 20 grand a month, then that could be a good fit depending on a few other factors, but that's kind of our uh, normal level of working with people. Gotcha. Scale to the next level. Mm -hmm. So it's, so it's like a partnership basis, like a, based on their increase, it's like a, like a percentage type of thing. Yeah. 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 So we take a baseline of what they're currently making last six months, mm -hmm. last year, whatever they think is fair. And then mm -hmm. we say, right, we're going to help you make a lot more money and we'll just take a percentage of the increase in it. And then yep. um, the more extra money we make, the more extra things that we do. So it's like, nobody ever feels like it's not a good deal anymore. You know, you don't want someone going like, yeah. wait a minute, you did the work and now I'm still, no, I'm still paying you for it. So we'll just keep help scale and scale and scale. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. We do something similar with the, with my Amazon agency, like, yeah. Percentage of profit growth or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Nice. All right, man. Well, um, yeah, that was great. People already know links, links, uh, in the description for those two things. And, uh, yeah, if someone's listening to this, you listen all the way to the end. Wow. Bro fist. Um, <laughs> and then share this, obviously share this with someone who has a course, uh, give it a like and, um, yeah. That's it. Any, anything else? But uh, And maybe see you at, at in Bangkok uh, in the near future. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you should definitely come. 
Conrad's a great hotel as well. You should come hang out. DCBKK. That's the one. Awesome, John. Well, thank you. And uh, see y'all on the flip side. And uh, yeah, leave a comment if you have questions on, on this video. Peace. Awesome. Uh -huh. Thanks, Riley. All right. I take you to the candy shop. I let you lick the lollipop. Don't worry, girl, don't you stop.